welcome cadets and captains to Amp Class Podcast. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dick Boy Josh. Dick I don't know Boy. I'm going for the uh, drive time radio feel today. Trick with your boys. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you track this? <laughs> Put it in. Fuck with your boys. Uh, if you, it's Jeff and Dick Boy. <laughs> Jeff and Dick Boy in the morning. Like a Homer Simpson quote, or like a Family Guy quote, or something. Uh, if you haven't watched this show, bef- watched. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, then we sit down every two weeks with a piece of Star Trek media. Then we num 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 num, just eat that up and digest it mm. for you. And we tell you whether it's finger licking good or not. Yeah, we're we're also idiots. <laughs> I'm not gonna explain why finger licking good is topical humor, but you know it is, audience. You know. <laughs> Wait, it is. Uh, anyway. <laughs> we are goofy idiots, if you haven't noticed. The show has a very light nary tone with a lot of crass humor and a lot of love for Star Trek, but man, we sure get heartfelt about this Star Trek thing that we love so much. Yeah, we do. Even with this episode, which is a crazy one. <laughs> this episode's a cartoon. It's hilarious. Yeah. There's some there's some definite things that are completely of their time. And it happens to Absolutely. be any time a woman is on screen. <laughs> Women? In my Star Trek? Oh, Jesus. We'll get into all that, though. Uh, right out the gate, I, I think on the uh, image that says what episodes we're watching, our collections image, it says that this is uh, episode 16. It's actually episode 17. Oh, it was 16 on mine. Uh, it's actually episode fucking 17. For uh, realsies? This is the first episode of the Riza Tourism Board's Vacation <laughs> Collection. <laughs> it was created by Josh Metcalf, and it was voted on by patrons uh, just like you at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Uh this is a great collection that I'm extremely yeah. excited to get into. There's a few gems in this one. <laughs> this this one, even this episode, I think the first time I watched this episode, I was high as shit. It, it would help, I think. It, and I didn't would... remember a lot. I thought it was robots. It's not. No. It kind of is, though, but sort not of. really. It's like everything on the planet is made out of mannequins, it turns out. <laughs> but they're plants or something? I yeah. don't know. Well, the plants are actually made out of the same material as the people. They're all fake. It's all just like a fake material. So this is like pre-holodeck, right? Like this is them kind of like experimenting with the idea of like what a holodeck would be. The planet is the holodeck. Right. It's just organic. It's Westworld. It's fucking Westworld. I will say like spoilers for the end of this episode and the episode of the show uh, they really shouldn't have taken shore leave on this fucking planet after what happens, but okay. Yeah, they're kind of cool with just, like, whatever went on. Yeah. Especially the McCoy part, like... Yeah, McCoy they, gets literally fucking jousted to death. They don't even, like... They don't like, even, like, hand wave it, like, as if it was, like, just a... a imaginary wound. No. It's No, he died. He, he died and they resuscitated him. <laughs> 
and they're like, yeah, let's take fucking shore leave on this planet. But. Well, he wanted to he wanted to get some wanging in, so I guess you know <laughs> you'll overlook the jousting in the chest. Everybody wants to fuck bones in this episode. Yeah, Kirk does. Spock does. Every, every woman on screen wants to. Sulu gives him the eyes at the beginning. Sulu, yeah, he doesn't love him as much as he loves that gun, though. No, Sulu fucking loves guns. I like how like he likes old things. Yeah. Uh, like in four when he's flying the helicopter and he's like, oh, Huey. Uh, yeah, yeah he's, he like he knows loves, about it. He loves like old technologies. Yeah. Uh, but he's really in love with that revolver. <laughs> dude, I've never seen anybody that happy to be shooting a gun before. Like even What's Yosemite cr- Sam isn't that fucking happy when he <laughs> shoots a gun. What's crazy is like he doesn't practice any gun safety, and he starts like Frenching the gun. <laughs> he doesn't practice any gun safety for real. He just starts firing indiscriminately. At yeah. Direction. And then he's like holding it weirdly because he knows like he's not he can't just point it right like yeah. I think like George Takei knows enough like he's like I don't want to point this like at it so he's like holding it like like a baby almost yeah. like and there's like a and then Kirk takes it and shoves it down the oh. front of his pants yeah for not knowing what like a gun is he certainly knows how to fucking put it like in his pants like a cool gun guy does right uh, also he did not put safety on before because he, he didn't even I know don't... what it fucking was he just puts no. it right down the front of his pants it, it, half cock it right that's the yeah. safety on those i think um so this was written by three uh, theodore sturgeon that's a real ass name who, not a poor name at all no. he was a prolific science fiction author who um he like was apparently like good friends with like ray bradbury kurt vonnegut oh L. Ron yeah. hubbard oh never mind <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, Kurt Vonnegut had a character in one of his stories named Kilgore Trout, <laughs> who was based on Theodore Sturgeon. Sturgeon. Kilgore. Is that like a Theodore? Yeah, Kilgore and Theodore are the same name, for sure. Alvin, Simon, Kilgore. <laughs> kill. 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 <laughs> Um, uh-huh. the, uh, he, there was actually an award named for Theodore Sturgeon, the Theodore Sturgeon Award, which is given out by the Center for the Study of Science Fiction at the University of Kentucky. I thought that was I think, interesting. I think you won that one once. I did win that one. Uh, they were like, we're just fucking giving them out, Jeff. You want one? I was like, yeah, sure. Sure. I, I've written science fiction as far as you know. Perfect attendance. Give it to me. <laughs> Uh, this was directed by uh, Robert Spar, who uh, directed a bunch of uh, shit, a lot of things. Um, Batman with uh, Julie Newmar, first episode is Catwoman. He directed. Oh yeah. Directed Perry Mason. Directed Lassie. Wild Wild West. Directed uh, Wild Wild West. A lot of Wild Wild Wests. Perry Mason. Uh, Hawaiian Eye. 77 Sunset Strip. Not to be confused with Hawaiian I.O. So, he directed three films. Let's see if you've heard of any of these three films, Josh. Okay. A Swingin' Summer. Uh, no. More Dead Than Alive. Mm, No. (laughs) Once You Kiss a Stranger, dot, dot, dot. 
What's the answer? What's the answer? We'll never know. <laughs> what happens then? It does It does star Wit Bissell, so you know it's a good one. Who the fuck is that? Man, the 1960s, they were not making good movies. <laughs> they were just making what the fuck ever. Like, think about all the movies from then and how many of them are good. Like, two. Yeah. There's, like, two good movies from that decade. People are probably, like, furious right now that I'm saying this. Probably. What about oh, fucking Rosemary's Baby? Yeah, that's oh, one of them. He did direct episodes of Lassie. Good, good yeah. going. Yeah. Uh, there's probably you know there other... were like 15 Lassies? Yeah, well, they kept eating them. <laughs> Wait, who did? <laughs> the, the next directors? Lassie. Oh. <laughs> that's how you become Lassie. You eat the previous Lassie and gain their oh power. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> it's like Highlander for dogs. Here we are. Also, uh, I've got a new idea for a TV series, yeah. everybody. Dog Highlander. It's called Highlander for Dogs. <laughs> Starring Lassie. Starring every Lassie. They're back. In dog form. <laughs> uh, this episode is wild. It does have a guy in a rabbit costume in the first five minutes. There's a lot going on in this episode, and uh, not a lot of it matters. No, it really doesn't. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, you could argue that none of it matters. <laughs> yeah, it's it's out there. Uh, it's like they were like, okay, we're contractually obligated to like let the actors work outside a day, <laughs> yeah, or two. So we're gonna go to like this park, right? It's like clearly like a park or something. Well, it's the thing is this episode is beautiful. Like the outdoor shots and everything, it's a very beautiful park. It looks yeah. great. And they do some tracking shots and shit. It's yeah, there's really a running, nice. there's a running on and a, and a track like a dolly on, on you know yeah. like a dolly running scene, which is very cinematic for television, especially oh, yeah. in 1967. Yeah, it's, it's actually 1966. Well, then even I was way more. off. <laughs> even more. Boy, is my face right? Fucking moron. 67. Come on. Get. Fucking real, Henderson. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, my word. <laughs> but uh, I did love the dolly shot, like the tracking shot of them running. Yeah. I was like, this is cinematic as fuck. Yeah, it was cool. A little shaky, but like, you know, it was yeah, perfect. This episode probably costs so much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, well, not really. They had a bunch of like... They were like, ah, oh, let's look in the vault, see what kind of footage we have. Okay, we got a tiger. Okay, we'll throw that in there. That's true. We got a Mitsubishi Zero from World War II. Uh, throw that in there somehow. Well, the thing that lets me know that this episode costs a lot of money is that there are definite pickup shots towards the end where yeah. uh, Spock is standing in front of a green screen that's made, that's just standing in front of a blue screen that yeah. has like, some clouds painted on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's de And also what tells me it costs a lot of money is Memory Alpha told me that. Um, here's your John Larroquette fun fact of the week. Theodore Sturgeon oh. only did two episodes of... Uh, he only wrote two episodes of Star Trek TOS, Shore Leave, and Amok Time. Mm -hmm. uh, he's actually... He's basically the like creator of the Vulcan society. Since nice. he wrote Amok Time, he also created the line Live Long and Prosper. Um, it at first was Live Dongs and Monster. 
You all, you were almost there. I was like I pulling am, for you so hard. I am working on like one and a half hours of sleep. <laughs> I mean, you were so close though. I was fucking. It was. I get points for trying. Yeah, absolutely. The first part of that was great. Um, we're just watching our, our Patreon money just plummet because of that joke. <laughs> People are so fucking, they're like holding their noses like on their computers. <laughs> they're like waiting. They're like, what's he going to say? Oh, uh, fucking uh, cancel. Fucking I'm cancel. taking my $1 away. Um, he only did two episodes because uh, his he would not write for budget ever. He, he oh, just no. wrote whatever, and it would end up being so expensive or completely impossible to film at He's the time. He's a science fiction writer. You gotta do it that way, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the whole point of science fiction. He, it's he, the, he wrote it, uh, two or three that weren't produced that they were just like, we can't fucking film this, dude. This is gonna cost way too much money. Yeah. And apparently well, he took, like, a really long time, like, months to write his scripts and stuff as well. So, like, they just fucking gave him the hee-ho. Well, fuck them, because this episode rules. Yeah, and Amok Time is, like, one of the most classic Star Trek yeah, episodes. Yeah, Amok Time is good. It's where this episode's Spock's crazy. Got fuck. It's called oh, yeah, want- Fuck Time. Damn it, they're, they're back. They're back. You did it, Jeff. <laughs> it's going up again. I'm watching it right now in real time. In real time. No one I don't, can hear this podcast. They I just don't, feel it. I don't know how they know, but they know. <laughs> Uh, you know what? We need to make some fucking money to keep afloat since our, our <laughs> Patreon's fluctuating. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. King's Castle Airport Cosmic Fleet Voyager sold separately from Lego Systems. Back to the show. Welcome back from those messages, everybody. It is literally an hour later. No, than when we stopped recording. <laughs> not for them. They don't know. No, it's like a, it's a couple minutes. So. The USS Enterprise, the Star Trek Enterprise as we know it, <laughs> uh, has they've been at it for three months straight with no time off. Like things are getting frayed at the edges on the Enterprise. Yeah, which is weird because it's season one. Like we didn't, you didn't do all that much. <laughs> it's only episode seventeen. What are you doing? Yeah, like you got like twenty more episodes in a season. There's a scene right at the beginning of this that lets me know, like... Like, I get 100% why shipping as a thing started with Kirk and Spock. Like... I love this scene. I love it. Kirk is like, oh, I've got this kink in my bike. And Spock's like, oh, that's that's rough. And... Yeah. Uh, he's, like, Yo- behind him, sort of. Yeah, yeah, he's behind him. And Yeoman Barrows starts, like, pushing... Like, massaging his lo- his back. And Kirk's like, a little bit higher. A little bit higher, Spock. Yeah, and then and then Spock walks in front of Kirk, and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh, that'll uh, that'll do, Yeoman. Yeah, that that'll be all, Yeoman." And like yeah. he, she like walks out or whatever, and 
no wonder people were shipping Kirk and Spock. Like, Kirk was so like, yeah, get it, Spock. Get I it, love get that it. he thinks it's Spock. Like, I love that. It's really like, fun. Why, like, why, why wouldn't it be, right? Like, who, I don't know. I think it's, I think that's really, I, I, uh, kind of progressive in a way, I guess, for 1966. Like, I don't know. A little bit. I know it's kind of like a funny, like, like, like yeah, it's it's like a reversal of the funny thing though. The funny yeah. thing that you would get nowadays in TV is Kirk thinks that it's the sexy lady, but it right. turns out to be Spock. And right? He's like, whoa, whoa, no homo. No, Spock. no homo. Yeah, but but this he thinks it's Spock, and then he shuts it down when he he thinks it's more inappropriate for his uh uh. Off, uh, an officer lower in rank for her to be doing that, yeah. right? Like, that's more inappropriate than Spock doing it. I think that's a really interesting turn. It is It is like a... It turns on the head the way it would happen today, for sure. Yeah. It makes me... Yeah, you'd have sing. a case of the not gays today, right? <laughs> like, well, I'm not... I'm totally straight guy. It makes me want to send in my first fan fiction to Starlog Magazine. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to find a time machine first. <laughs> But everybody's like, Kirk, you need to fucking take a nap, dude. You need to get some yeah. rest. You look it's cranky. Rough. And uh, Kirk is like, no, no, refuse. I, I gotta, I gotta be Kirk. I gotta continue captaining. Spock yeah. finally talks him into going to like getting off the bridge at least. They gotta talk him down. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, Uhura never gets to go down to the rest planet. She is no. always on the ship. No, someone's got to answer the phone. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk has Uhura um, uh, send Dr. McCoy his uh, message to Kirk's quarters so he can continue working in his quarters. Yeah, which is, I, I always think that's, like, that was weird because now, like, why would you... Like, because of computers, right? Like, why would you need somebody to send yeah, you? Exactly. Right? Like, well, like, like at the time, like all they could imagine is like a computer holds the information inside right, of it. You have to right. go to that computer like a book, and that was it up. yeah, that was radical thinking enough, right? Like that yeah. there's information inside of the computer. They can send it from computer to yeah. computer. Crazy. Linking them together into one giant computer was a little beyond there. So scope. basically, the Enterprise is like a land party right like it's yeah all right yeah wire connected yeah why wouldn't it be like that's yeah that's how businesses are now today right like yes. everything's just connected to each other um meanwhile on the planet below which they've gone to even though they don't know the name of it and they know nothing about it space uh, vacation <laughs> land uh, mccoy and Sulu are investigating along with uh, Rodriguez and Lady, short hair lady, Lady Pixie, Pixie Dream Girl. Yeah, she's like all the women in this episode are extremely beautiful, which I guess is yes. purposeful because it's like go to this restful world with beautiful women. Yeah, they're also actors in the sixties. Gotcha. Well, Yeoman Barrows is way better than. Uh, Pixie. Pixie's a uh, terrible her, actor. Her name is Martine. Crewman Martine. Martine, okay. Uh, it's uh, Lieutenant Rodriguez and Crewman Martine, and they're obviously dating. Yeah, they're flirting with each other, and they're like, let's. She's like, I want to suck your pee pee. And he's like, and I he's must like, do my work. He's like, I'm scanning these plants, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Let me scan my fucking plants. And she's like, I God damn it, I want some dick. 
I love plants and apparently old World War II airplanes. <laughs> Everything is World War II because it just happened. Because it just happened ago. 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Bones and Sulu just fucking mug at each other and like the the scenery and they're like, God, it's so fucking beautiful. They I say beautiful. It. They say beautiful like five times it's in a gorgeous. row. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's oh my god. It's like yeah, we we can see it's pretty okay looking, it's right? Very, it's a very fucking pretty planet. We get it. Yeah, we we got it. But um, uh, Sulu's like, I'm gonna tell you about all the different types of things I'm going to scan, and then I'm going to scan them. (laughs) Uh, uh, I'm going to go over here now. (laughs) Sulu's doing his, like, I've been affected by an evil force acting, Yeah, which is strange, but maybe he was. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Bones is extremely smiley and laughy in this episode, which is weird and unsettling. Yeah, he's like... Almost creepy, almost. Yeah, well, he knows what type of episode he's in, I think, so he's just hamming it up the whole episode. Yeah, he read the script. (laughs) (laughs) But he's like, this planet is so lush and green, it's like something out of Alice in Wonderland, which is, what? Sure. Sure. Uh, I mean, I think we all remember Alice in Wonderland when uh, there's all that greenery. Yeah, we all remember Alice in Wonderland where it's a, a... beautiful forested planet yeah in england in the 1890s in the industrial coal filled england (laughs) it's a wonderland it's beautiful here um uh, bones looks around and a dude in a giant alice in wonderland white rabbit costume says some lines from alice in wonderland i'm going to be late 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 i'm going to be late looks at his watch and then hops off I gotta tell you, it's the worst costume I've ever seen. Is one of the it's like a, a high school football mascot costume with a vest on. <laughs> Did you ever see those pictures of like Halloween costumes from like the early 1900s? Oh yeah, they're like and they're horrifying. Like horrifying. It's like kind of like that in my brain. It's not as scary, but no, it, it's it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. And <laughs> DeForest Kelly does some does some great facial acting where you, you can tell he's like I'm cracking up I'm losing yeah. my marbles yeah yeah and a little uh, American girl faking a terrible English accent hops by yeah blonde hair wearing the uh, Alice in Wonderland Disney outfit uh, su- I surprised they didn't get sued for that but. yeah I so that's <laughs> when did that become her outfit like does she I never read Alice in Wonderland. Is it described in the book what she's wearing? Like I don't probably. I've never read it either. I've I just wonder where that comes from. Adaptations. Yeah, because it's always like that. It's always blue and white. Maybe it's like the illustrations that were in the book. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but the 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 best moment in the entire episode, Bones goes solo. <laughs> And there's this goofy ass fucking like beep boop boop beep boop boop beep boop like this fucking like creepy like goofy ass fucking TV music and you're like what the shit is go-? so when the first time I watched this I was high as shit I think at this point I fell asleep I was like okay bye yeah I'm done with this episode now Thank I, was, you. I, was, I was like we're we're good we're good it's enough Star Trek for one day yep yep yep. 
the Sulu runs over and he's like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And Bones is like, "Did did you see that?" And Sulu was like, "Nah, I was off trying to suck my own dick. <laughs> no, I was trying to remove some ribs. Yeah, I was trying to find a gun. I was, I was trying to be like that kid from the Wonder Years. You know who he grew up to be, Paul." <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we switch over. We get uh, the captain's log. Kirk cannot even remember the star date correctly. He's so goddamn tired. Yeah, like go to bed, dude. You know. Um, Yo- uh, Yeoman Barrows comes in looking again. Fine. Oh, Yeoman Barrows is back, man. Yeoman, we get it. <laughs> damn, damn, Josh is fucking. We get it, Yeoman Barrows. Judgmental. Uh, Yeoman Barrows <laughs> seems like she's being set up to be like a love interest for Kirk because she's a beautiful woman and she's on yes. Star Trek. Yeah. But uh, it turns out she's a love interest for Bones later, which is uh, fun. I think that's fun. She's a little young for him, but still. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Bones gives her everything, and in- the including bone? his bones. <laughs> Yeah, we got there. We did it. We got there. Um, <laughs> but she's like, "You're not on any of the scheduled shore leave parties." And Kirk's like, uh, "I'm not falling apart. I don't need shore leave. Get the fuck out of my house. I hate you, <laughs> Yeoman Barrows. Uh, we get it, Yeoman Barrows. We get it. You can go. <laughs> we got it." But Spock comes in. And uh, they're talking about, like, how they're going to beam people down and everything. But, like, Spock's like, yeah, uh, I don't get this whole shore leave thing that you guys are doing. Like, yeah, when we rest, we rest. We, like, go to sleep. Yeah, Vulcans don't, like, play. They don't, like, I guess, imagine or, like, I guess that's the idea is that they don't waste energy. And, yeah, and like human beings go on vacations when we want to unwind and shit, which is like yeah. more effort. Oh yeah, no, you you wind up being it's like a holiday, it's like Christmas. Like I always wind up more tired after Christmas than I was before. Yeah, and that's a holiday where you're supposed to like relax, like, but that never happens. Like when I relax, I go hiking, which is way more strenuous than what yeah. I'm doing in my day to day. Right, <laughs> right. It's funny that, yeah, it's weird that we do that. So, of course, like, Spock the Vulcan is like, yeah, this makes no sense. I don't get why you're doing this stuff. Yeah. But uh, Bones is like, um, we haven't found any life signs. Like, his report says we haven't found any life signs on this planet. There's no yeah, animals. No animals. No people. no people. There's just plants and rocks. And, you know. And a gun. <laughs> and a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how Sulu finds the gun, and he's just like, "Oh, cool, a gun." I love, I love that. My favorite part of the episode is when the gun is revealed to the audience. It this like little the rock, rock just lifts, lifts up. up. <laughs> like, what the fuck is it? What, like, what kind of fucking goofy ass prop did they? They're like, okay, we need like a rock that lifts up and shows the gun. I don't know. That was a really fun reveal, though, wasn't it? It's goofy. Like, why didn't Sulu just have the gun? Like, why didn't he just have it? You know what I mean? I like, it's, like, it's supposed to clearly communicate that there's danger on this planet that our yeah. heroes don't know about. If it were a TNG episode, and, like, this would never be a TNG episode, but if it were, like, Sulu would just have the gun, and then they would be like, 
is Sulu real? Like, is he real? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they'd be was, questioning this was each a TNG other. Episode. What they would have done is like they would have the characters standing in their field or whatever, like in the woods, and they're talking, and they're like, "This planet is so idyllic and perfect. Like, it's great to finally be out of danger for once." And then the camera would pan over. And in a clearing amongst a bunch of bushes would be the gun. Would be the gun. And it would it, then the commercial, or the not the commercial break, but the uh, title would, yeah, like, this, yeah exactly. that would happen. Yeah, you're right. And the music right. would be like, dun, dun, dun. 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 Yeah, it would be <laughs> ominous. Uh, that would have been better than a rock going, peekaboo. <laughs> the rock's like, <laughs> and then it just like like cuts to something else. I and you're like, again. the fucking um, shit. But uh, Bones is like, yeah, I'm unfit for duty. I got to report myself unfit for duty. Kirk's like, why? He's like, oh, because I saw a large rabbit with a waistcoat and a pocket watch hop off into the woods. <laughs> and then Kirk's like, good one, Bones. Good one. Yeah, good, good one. That's a cool joke that I love. <laughs> what the? I fuck? like how I like how like. He thinks, though. I like how Kirk thinks in this. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, it's a good one. I bet he was followed around by a... Ch- he was chased by a little blonde girl, too, right? And he's... Bones is like, yep. He's like, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk's like, you know, uh, you can make up storybook mysteries as much as you want, but I'm not leaving the ship. Yeah. Which is fun. Like, Bones is just... He thinks Bones is fucking with him to come down to the planet To get him surface. down. Yeah, he he thinks he's, like, like making fun of him or, like, I don't I don't know, like, just being, like, something's going on down here. You better get down here. You know what I mean? Like, like, a, like your friend would do, right? Yeah. Like his best pal Bones would do. Yeah. His best pal Bones and his best pal, pal Spork. Mr. Spork. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Spork uses that big fucking Vulcan brain of his in this scene. And he's oh, like, I love this. He's like, Captain, I just received a medical report about a crewman who is uh, showing signs of stress and fatigue. His reaction time is down to 9 to 12%. That's low. He's <laughs> irritable and quarrelsome, and he refuses to take shore leave, and, uh, which is his right. And Kirk's like, his right ends at the safety of the ship. Tell me this person's name, and I'll send the captain's order, he has to go. I love it. I and love Spock it. goes, James Kirk. <laughs> you played yourself, you fucking idiot. You got fucking dunked on, you dumbass human bitch. <laughs> fucking Vulcan dunkitude. <laughs> and Kirk's like, all right, I, I see your point. You go, I, I'll go down. Yep. And that's when the rock lifts up and there's a gun under it. <laughs> uh, and this is uh, when we switch over to Lieutenant Rodriguez and his, his lady friend, Crewman Martine. Uh, yeah. Crewman Martine really wants that D. Uh, yeah, Lieutenant Rodriguez like... trying to keep it all for himself. He's like, I really just need to scan these plants because I'm horny for plants. What can you say? Like, I am a full-on druid class. Only want to fuck the plants. All I care about. I'm a dendrophiliac, so leave me alone. And uh, he's like, well, we need to get these uh, reports done before the captain shows up. And then the captain shows up. And it's like a weirdly long... Beeman? <laughs> yes. Well, that's TOS. Like, TOS Beeman's yeah. take, like, a full 35 seconds. Yeah, that, I, I don't think I would be using that transporter if it took that long. 
I'd you're like, just nah. unconscious and out of existence for 35 seconds. You're in, you're in two places at once for 35? Nah. Nah. Um, <laughs> but he basically, Kirk and crewman ba- and Yeoman Barrows um, appear, and Kirk's like, yeah, why aren't you guys fucking enjoying yourselves? Get out of yeah. here, you crazy kids. Go yeah, share go, that D. Go, go play a, go watch a Star War. <laughs> you kids go watch, he flips them a quarter. Go watch yeah. a Star War. Here's five bucks. Go see a Star War. <laughs> and, uh, crewman Martinez is like, yes, I finally get fucked. Yeah. And Lieutenant Rodriguez is like, ugh, all right. I guess. <laughs> uh, they, uh, they fuck off. Kirk and uh, Barrows sort of walk around, and it seems they talk about how great the planet is for another five minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of walking and nothing happening. Like, there's a lot. At this point, I think there's like 40 minutes left in the episode. Oh, I yeah, looked, there's so much. And this episode is so slow. It's so slow. It's like the slowish fucking episode, dude. For an episode that has a giant rabbit man and a knight and a samurai and a tiger in it, it's yeah. slow as fuck. And a World War II plane strafing them. Yes. Um, yeah. Bones is like, I saw this rabbit. Here's some tracks. How do you explain that? And they're obviously tracks that someone dug with their hand to look like that. But Kirk is like, fucking cancel shore leave. I'm worried about this big rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) He's paranoid. He's a little paranoid. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to allow shore leave until I know that this big rabbit isn't going to kill my people. Yeah, he whips out the communicator and he's like, uh, uh, Uhura, uh, captain's announcement... Uh, tell everybody shore leave is canceled or postponed until further notice. And I always pictured uh, the people like in line in the transporter with like like suntan lotion on their nose and like, Wearing, beach, like yeah like the inflatables on their arms. Yeah, they got beach chairs and goofy <laughs> old people hats and sunglasses, and they're like, oh, <laughs> they all go, oh, and they just like throw the beach chairs down, like fuck this. Fucking shit. And one of them still standing there like, I'm never gonna get shore leave. <laughs> Just starts crying. Oh, that would make this episode a million times better. That would be so great, right? That'll be in a that'll be in a uh, below decks episode, lower decks episode. Probably bit. so. Like I still haven't seen that. I need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, me neither. I haven't seen it. Um so Kirk and Bones and Yeoman Barrows are just like standing around staring at these footprints and then just fucking gunshots start going off. Bam, bam, bam. bam. And you're like, oh, someone found the gun. Somebody found the rock gun. (laughs) Somebody stole that rock's gun. (laughs) That was that rock's gun. And they like full on sprint phasers out across this field in this great tracking shot. There's a little like, like TV Hollywood bullshit going on here where like they get to Sulu who's shooting the gun, right? Mm-hmm. And Sulu's like, it's a it's a ancient gun. It uses gases to propel projectiles. But like they knew what it was, right? Like they yeah, were they running it toward and ran it. For it. Yeah. So and he pulled his phaser out when they ran for it. Right. Like he knows like what a gun think, is, but like I think Sulu's just like mansplaining it, right? Like he just got real yeah. fucking excited about it. He's like, guys, let me tell you about my cool gun. What's also stupid about it is like like guns have been around for like 
800 years and in, 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 at this point right like in our lifetime like 800 900 years like it would be like explaining like what a bow and arrow was like yeah, yeah. i know what a bow and arrow is so <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah it's i got like, it the the gun thing didn't get me as much as the planes later yeah like, yeah crewman martin is like what are those yeah like you you wouldn't know what a plane was <laughs> you know what like a fucking plane is lady come on that would be like someone explaining to you like what a horse and carriage is like yeah, yeah. no i get it i got the concept yeah but <laughs> fucking sulu standing in a clearing firing wildly into the bushes <laughs> with this giant shit-eating grin on his yeah. face he got to shoot a real gun on the show. That's pretty cool. He's like, check it out, Kirk. It's a great fucking gun. I love it's a it. <laughs> 38 police special. You won't believe how many innocent people this gun has killed. <laughs> you, you can still feel the taint of the racism used on it. <laughs> uh, anyway, um. <laughs> Kirk, like, snatches the gun from him, and Sulu's like, oh, I'm a cool gun. <laughs> And he's like, go play somewhere else, Sulu. And uh, they, uh, they're they like, uh, they see the footprints from the rabbit again. And Kirk's like, yeah, we our sensors had, you know, no animal life on this. Like, let's also say that this goes nowhere. Yes. <laughs> like, this rabbit footprint shit goes fucking nowhere. You actually never see the rabbit again. You never think. see the rabbit again. Uh, so Kirk orders the gang to split, the Scooby gang to split up. <laughs> Look and, for clues. Uh, Yeoman Barrows the Sulu investigate the tracks while he and Bones go back to the Glade for seemingly no reason. Uh, they yeah, they're going back to the Glade. <laughs> they split up and then they like split up again, like immediately afterward, right? Like, I don't. Because at some point it's Barrows and, and Bones. Yeah, they like switch teams in a, in a little bit. But like, but Sulu goes and does whatever, and then Kirk just goes to jerk off in the woods, or like Kirk and Bones go off in a direction, and like a TV antenna from the 1950s is held up in front of the screen, mm-hmm. and it scans our heroes as they walk away in another dolly shot. Yeah, they really like underplay this. Like, there's there's the rock, and then there's this TV antenna, and it's like, why is that not? Either you do it one of two ways, right? You make it so that that's a big part of it, and you keep showing it, or it keeps escalating, right? Yeah. Or or you don't show it, and it's a complete mystery as to I what think is it happening. It shows up three times in the whole episode. Oh, does and it's it? It's like I for d- a second every time. I maybe missed it because I just I didn't care at some point. No. I was like, I uh, I don't know. The episode just kind of keeps going for the most part. It's not a bad episode, but man, does it drag. It's it's not one of the finer ones, no. but it's yeah, like you said, it's not, it's not horrible. Uh, Bones Bones and Kirk have like a fun little back and forth here where they're like joking with each other. Yeah, like Kirk is like, "Oh, do you feel like I feel like you're developing a persecution complex?" And Bones <laughs> is like, "I do feel like I'm being picked on. I'm the only one who saw the rabbit." And Kirk is like, oh, it reminds me of my days as a cadet when I got fucking dunked on every day by a leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This fucking shit. This is maybe the best part of the episode. It is. Like, the dude's name is Finnegan. He is extremely Irish stereotype. Oh, my God. He's... He is... 
I don't even know. Like, what's more Irish than this guy? No, nothing. He he's for sure uh, Miles O'Brien's great great grandfather. There's he's no way around it. He's Miles O'Brien's great great grandfather on St. Patrick's Day, throwing up green beer into the green Chicago River, <laughs> wearing a leprechaun outfit. Uh, what else? Eating a potato, like a raw potato. Like Kirk is like, you go this way. I'm gonna go fight this leprechaun. <laughs> Because uh, he turns around and Finnegan is there and he's just fucking cackling at oh him. Oh my god, he's out of control. He loves he loves it. Finnegan he, is he loves it. Finnegan Whatever loves it is. bullying. That is his <laughs> favorite thing on earth. Yeah, so you find out kind of later that Finnegan is a upper classman, right? Yeah. For, at the academy, sort of. You kind like, of when Kirk, when Kirk was a lower classman, he like picked on him all the time because Kirk yeah. was like apparently all descriptions of Kirk when he was in the academy is that he was one hundred percent books, books, books. He serious, was a nerd. Serious, serious. He, yeah, he was a nerd. Right. All he wanted to do was study, get good grades. He wanted to be captain, and he was not going to stop until he yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, Finnegan is here. He's cackling. He's hunched over constantly for some reason, and Dude. he does punch Kirk in the face. <laughs> yeah, he just punches him, and you're like, oh, okay, and then he, like, runs away. No, he's, he still stands there. He's like, fucking, come at me, bro. Like, wouldn't it feel great to punch me back after I picked on you all the time? Isn't this the thing a normal person would say? And yeah. then he hears Yeoman Barrow screaming, and Kirk runs away, and Finnegan's like, oh, run away, me boy, oh, you fucking bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> you pussy-ass bitch. Like, he's just screaming <laughs> after him. You cunt. You, you wee cunt. <laughs> you wee flagrant cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Uh, sorry about the hard C word, everybody, but man, nah, Irish that's people how they, say that That's shit. how they say it. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Um, but he, they find uh, they find Yeoman Barrows with her Starfleet uniform all ripped up. Yeah, and it's like, oh, what happened here? What happened to Barrows? Yeah, and they're like, man, you fucking really do not care for Barrows. <laughs> she had sex with my man. It's true. It's true. Your man bones. Yeah, um, she's like Don Juan was here, or no? He's it was a a cloak and a dagger with jewels on it. And Bones like that sounds like Don Juan. Yeah, and then she's like, you know what? I was thinking about almost getting sexually assaulted by Don Juan Demarco. Yeah. Was was Don Juan Demarco like a rapist? And I forgot. I, I don't think so. I think I don't think I think he's a ladies' man, but I don't. I don't know. I never read it. I never read it. Read so it so I, I, I don't guess know. I can't really say. But like, they like, where did he go? And uh, Kirk is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, go after him. You guys stay here and smooch. Yeah, yeah. Because Yeoman Barrows also a titty would be hanging out right yeah, now. Almost, almost. You can tell it's like 1960s, and they're like, uh, let's like insinuate a titty. <laughs> Yeah, let's let people think about a titty, and then it'll appear yeah. on this planet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kirk oh, runs man. into the area where he fought the Gorn. It's back. And yep. Same place. Um, he's he like finds some flowers, and he sort of like smells them and smiles, and then 
a lady, a blonde lady, shows up in a two-tone dress, flowing Some, in the wind. Yeah, someone's mom in a muumu shows up. She's 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 an extremely pretty lady, and I feel like that has more to do with the fact that she looks very much like a girl I had a crush on in grade school. Everyone likes blondes in grade school. Uh, That's all I know. She, uh, but he's like Ruth. Which is a great name. It's not That's my grandmother's it's, name. It's a great name for a grandma. That's probably why I think she's someone's mom, because it's my grandmother's name. And she kind of, like, kisses him on the cheek, and he's, like, very perturbed by this. Which, like, yeah, yeah. it he makes knows me wonder, is Ruth dead in real life? Is that why he reacts this way? Maybe. Uh, maybe she was somebody... Uh, it's definitely someone he loved. Like from was, the academy, I think is how you yeah. kind of get where it's going. Yeah, I don't, I don't know though. Like he's he's definitely was in love with her, and she was in love with him, and yeah. something happened, and like he acts like haunted by her, which makes me think that she has to have died in that time. Maybe I I also felt that way, but I also think that you can feel that way about people who you used to love, right? Like that's true. That's very true. It could like, be like love lost. Yeah, like you ever like I mean I don't know. It's happened to me where like you run into somebody and it's jarring because you're like, oh, I did not expect to see you. You know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, and your brain am- chemicals. Also, kick he's in. on like a different planet, right? And she how the hell did she get to this planet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, They're on Omicron Percy I-8. Where the fuck did she come from? I'm, I'm married, so I've only ever loved one woman. So I can't really <laughs> that attest is the cor- that. That's the correct answer. <laughs> you are correct. Um, so, you know what? Let's take a break on that one. What do you think? Let's uh, get a couple commercial messages in, and we'll be right back after them. I'm married to this podcast. I'm... Mormon married to this podcast. All right, be right back, everybody. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. The Black Knight is coming. When the Black Knight challenged, everybody got very excited. They quickly closed the sides of the castle. Alarm! Come on, hurry up. Then hurried to the drawbridge. Checked all the machinery. All machinery working. Right, Black Knight, I'm ready for you. Legoland Castle, medieval adventures to build and collect. Back to the show. Welcome back from those messages. Hopefully you buy those Legos. I'm not putting Legos in twice. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Ruth has enchanted Kirk. Yeah, and with that weird dress that looks like a curtain. It is. It's two <laughs> curtains sewed together for sure. For sure. Um, but like, he can't reach Bones on the communicator, and he doesn't seem to really care because this this sexy mom is here. Yeah. And also, this is another like plot point that happens, and it doesn't make sense. Like nothing. It's it's sort of like oh, they need to not be able to talk to each other or we need to be have spock come down for some reason right like yeah i it doesn't it's not well thought out but their communicators like aren't working great or something i think there's like something about tos where like the danger isn't real unless there's danger to the ship as well yeah like if they're they're trapped on the planet 
like that's uh, that that seems dangerous, right? But like, yeah, and also the ship's power is being drained from the surface. Except you never There's like now no explanation for that. Yeah, now they would have there'd be a B plot up on the ship, and they would have their own ship problems, right? Like yeah. that's what they would do in in TNG. Which would have helped this episode a lot. Absolutely, it would have. You it needed to cut out this fucking this bullshit, <laughs> like all this walking around and shit, man. Yeah, like he he tells everybody to go back to the glade. And yeah, well, so because that's the park. <laughs> yeah, everybody go back to the park. <laughs> Everyone go back to the park that we're filming in today. <laughs> and he's like, Ruth, I gotta go. And she's like, Do what you have to do, and I'll be waiting. And yeah. if I was Kirk, I'd be like, why don't you come with? Yeah, I. you kind of read from his face that he doesn't believe that she's real. He he wants to, though. Like That's yeah, the oh thing yeah. about... People give Shatner a lot of shit uh, for good reason, but he's not a bad actor. No, he's thing. not. He does a lot of facial acting and like yeah. mannerisms and even the way he's talking and everything that gives you every bit of information you need to know about what's going on with him during the I scene. agree. I I'll, I'll get on my soapbox. I know you hate that like pop culture Kirk is oh, like yeah. a ladies man and a sex addict and stuff. I'll I'll get on the that with with Shatner. Like Shatner is like a f- fucking quality actor yeah. and like he was on the Twilight Zone with with people who get like way more credit for being serious actors than he ever does, but like he's just as good as those actors, like like uh, like uh, Burgess Meredith and shit like that. Like yeah. he was on the shows with them, right? Like he's he's like a he's a good actor. He he exudes a pathos, yeah, when he needs to that is palpable. I don't think I'm watching William Shatner when I'm watching Kirk. So that's immediately yeah. a good... He's doing his job, right? Shatner... Um, I feel like Shatner turbo... Not turbo. He uh, torpedoed his own career with the way he acts as a person and has since he was in Star Trek. Yeah, I think probably drugs has something to, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he's you he know has I mean? like a fucking... Uh, like angry beef rivalry thing with red letter media right now and he doesn't even know what they do <laughs> i i mean sh- sure right like he thinks sure. they're a podcast okay and like he he's like constantly tweeting about how like red letter media is like right wing propaganda he thinks they're owned by brett bart even <laughs> it's fucking insane <laughs> Yeah, he's he's getting up there. It's true, and like <laughs> some people are like, well, he probably doesn't manage his own social media. But of course, he fucking does. Do you read what he's typing? Yeah, unless he's found somebody who can like act like it. I don't did, know. Did he hire someone who's the same age as him to manage did he his multi- social media? Did he multiplicity himself? <laughs> That's a deep pull. I like that. <laughs> well, he he like fucking like. Uh, he did like TJ Hooker and shit, and he's like yeah. acted like a piece of shit the whole time, and like he yeah. he did those like spoken word albums and stuff. He like torpedoed his own career. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Like like he's I, I mean I've heard stories, uh, you know, just from people that I've yeah, known. You fucking say sabotage, I say sabotage. Yeah, yeah, that yeah whole like thing. Yeah, yeah, like there's just 
he's just a dick, but like he's a good actor, or he was a yeah, good actor. I don't yeah. know if he he is any. I don't think he has been for a long time, but he was a good actor. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, I forget the name of the show, but there's a Canadian period drama that he appeared on a few years back where he played Mark Twain. I Shit's swear Creek. to you. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's not Shit's Creek. <laughs> played Mark Twain? Shatner, Mark Twain. It's Samuel Clemens, boy! Uh, he played, and it's called Murdoch Mysteries, and he plays Mark Twain. He's wearing a fake mustache, and that's it. Ah, yes, Murdoch from the A-Team. He's not, he doesn't have fake hair. He's not wearing, like, glasses. Does he do the voice? No, he does not. What the fuck? He does William Shatner's voice, and he's obviously trying to do a southern accent, but he just drops it every other word. I don't know if he had a southern accent. Uh, he was from uh, the South. I forget. But did they have them back then? <laughs> oh, I think everybody did at the time. <laughs> when did they invent the Southern accent? Well, it's like that recording you hear of Abraham Lincoln, right? Have you ever heard that recording? Yeah, it's real quiet. Yeah. It's like, we always imagine he's like, I am Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, but he was yeah. actually like, four score and seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. A lot of that, I don't know how much of that is, like, the record. It's it's weird. when you, Old shit like that is haunting to it me. Is. It's, it it's is so creepy and weird. Like, early recording and pho- photography is so weird. Yeah, you always post that haunted-ass gif of Mark Twain oh, walking out the door. Sh- that shit's haunted as fuck. It is. It's at, it's at the wrong speed because they shot at 18 frames a second back then, which is, like... So it weird. It looks like he's fucking teleporting around the frame. <laughs> yeah, he's a ghost. It's terrifying. He is a ghost now, for sure. I certainly am, Jeff. <laughs> oh, God, he's here. Beetlejuice, Goodbye. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he tells everybody to meet at the Glade. Uh, Spock calls. He's like, hey, are you trying to get your dick wet down there? <laughs> and he's like, no. Kirk zips up. No, no. Um, but, uh... Wipes his mouth? Ew. Ew. I don't like that. Uh, I don't either. I don't know. Who said that? Was God, that Mark Samuel Twain? Clemens, why? Sorry. You know, I never call in Mark Twain anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think that's cool. We did it. I, I always call him Samuel Clemens, though. Because he yells at us in the episode. Uh, he is, he is our third member on our podcast. Third member? <laughs> Zip? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm Mark so Twain. sick of being sexually harassed by Mark Twain. Samuel Clemens, you're going to get in a lot of trouble. Uh, but there's an energy field on the surface of the planet that's draining the Enterprise's power, like we said. Uh, that sure. goes nowhere. Sure, why not, I guess. But Kirk's like, yeah, keep me posted. I gotta go find Sulu. <laughs> I gotta go find this person. Maybe now. he found another rock gun. I gotta go. <laughs> but... Uh, Bones and uh, Yeoman Barrows are walking through, like, next to a lake, and uh, she's like, you know, I didn't want to be alone here, um, but, you know, a a woman in a place like this should be uh, guided by a man. Oh, boy. Dressed like a fairy tale princess with a tall hat and veil, and Bones, Bones, smooth as fuck, slides on in. And he's like, you'd have to fight off whole armies of Don Juans in that outfit. 
And me too, of course. Yeah, because I want to suck on your titty. (laughs) And she's like, oh, are you being serious, Bones? And then they fucking stare into each other's eyes like true love suddenly. Yup. Uh, All it took was Yeoman Barrow's titty flying out for yeah. Bones to want to bang. Bones was like, oh shit, she got titty? Yo, that's a titty. She got at <laughs> least one titty? That's all I need. <laughs> but uh, they find uh, the dress, the princess dress and veil, which makes the scene when McCoy gets killed in a second absolutely fucking hilarious. This whole <laughs> scene is this whole the the episode the rest of the episode's crazy. It's crazy. She puts on this like full on like medieval times like fairy tale princess dress. Whatever yeah, whatever they had in the prop department, she puts it on. And like this the like dunce cap style yeah, hat yeah, with the, a veil at the top and it's just fucking sequined down the sides. Ren fair ass shit that I don't think they even ever wore, honestly. No, I mean I think not. there's some like maybe like uh I think that comes from like like uh manuscripts where they would have those hats and shit, right? Yeah, like Yeah, probably. Like I don't know, did people wear that? I, who knows? But like uh she gets changed in the woods. Bones yeah, and says, she's like, don't I, peek. Yeah, she says, don't peek. He says, when I peek, it's with professional interests. Yeah. Which and he's is, pretty good. He does a pretty like, good I'm job. Look at your titty. Yeah, I'm trying to see it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see at least one today. I want to see that unshaved 1966 bush. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just like, yeah. That's what he wants. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um,. um She's changing, and uh, Rodriguez calls, and he's like, Hey, Bones, everything's weird. What's up? I mean, I'm not in any danger or anything, so it's cool. Anyway, just, bye. Just chatting. <laughs> just wanted to see what you were up to on the other side of yeah, the park. He's, he's like, perfectly sounds like he's not in danger, and then they, like, they hang up. And then it cuts immediately to them holding each other against a tree as a tiger's coming at them. You didn't yeah. think it was a good idea to tell Bones about this? Yeah, I I guess that's supposed to be funny, right? Like, you're supposed to be like, oh, that's so funny. They didn't want the tiger to, like, hear them or something. I don't know, man. I, dude, I don't fucking know. I don't. uh, Rodriguez (laughs) and uh, Martine are just, they're about to get eaten by a tiger until the tiger's like, eh, and leaves. Doesn't care. Whatever. Yeah, and I, I guess that's a plot point. I guess you're why didn't the tiger kill him? I don't know, right? Because I guess he says, like, oh, no, be quiet or something, and the tiger goes away. I, yeah, I don't know. If you're quiet, a tiger won't kill you. No, they can't do anything other than hear. They only <laughs> they see by hearing, so you're fine. They're an apex predator that kills humans, but no. <laughs> <laughs> They're one of the only things that eats people, but okay. Kirk's like, Spock, <laughs> please solve this episode for me. I don't want to do it. <laughs> And Spock is like, could it be hallucinations? And Kirk's like, well, uh, one of those hallucinations belted me right in the jaw, so probably not. Not, yeah. Spock says, well, there has to be a logical explanation for this, but we're only halfway through the episode, so I don't have it yet. Oh my god, it's so long. Call back in 20 minutes. It's so much shit. And then uh, Kirk is like, yeah, we're not in any danger, so you don't need to send down security officers. But then he looks up and he sees birds fly past. 
And he's like, oh no, now we need them. <laughs> those are danger birds. Watch out. They're, I think those are geese. They'll kill you. Oh, no doubt. No fucking they, doubt. Yeah, they'll legit murder you. Uh, Crystal and I went to the Cincinnati Zoo once, and they just let geese like wander there. Yeah. And they in the parking lot, there were like a hundred geese, and they were all yeah. walking directly towards us. Yo, at <laughs> the school that I, Nick and I worked at, uh, they would issue warnings about the geese. They'd be like, there's yeah. a goose warning today. <laughs> Executive goose warning. Yeah. Don't go near them. That's a warning you should follow every day. Don't but go near like, geese. Yeah, but like they go near you, man. You don't go near them. Yeah, they were like full on West Side storying at us across the fucking parking lot, snapping their fingers, yeah, snapping flicking their, their switchblades out. <laughs> when you're a goose, you're a goose for life. For life. <laughs> We were like, whoa, we just came to the wrong neighborhood. Don't oh, need any trouble. Shit. No trouble. There's some kind of goose off going on. Turned completely into Jackie Chan. I was like, I don't want no trouble. I don't want no trouble. At least, <laughs> at least they weren't goose stepping. Oh, God, true. That's why they named it goose stepping, because geese are fucking racist. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, meanwhile, Sulu gets attacked by a samurai. <laughs> Yeah. Because he was thinking of samurai because, as we know, all Japanese people <laughs> always think of samurai. So there was like, being Japanese, I am now going to think about a samurai. <laughs> and the music changes to, like, like the most offensive, like, it's, Japanese it's pretty, hodgepodge music. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, like, not... Not sensitive. No, the, In, insensitive. The only yeah, thing it was not. missing is that voice going, yo... <laughs> Uh, but, uh, he, like, he dodges the samurai. He, like, rolls out of the way of its sword. And he tries to shoot it, like, 16 times. It yeah. doesn't work. He's like, fuck, where's my gun? I wish I had a gun. Rocks, please <laughs> gift me with another gun. <laughs> Dearest rock gods of the forest, but I need a gun. Sulu runs up to Kirk, and he's like, there's a samurai. And Kirk looks behind him, and there's nothing. Which would be a yeah. great, like, joke if it was framed a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, if the camera panned past him and Kirk, like, leaned over, that he just leaned yeah. back and he- <laughs> That would be great, yeah. Um, but, like, Kirk and Sulu fucking talk about how their communicators and phasers aren't working, and then they're I like... I swear to God, there was a samurai. Let's go back to the glade. Let's fucking go back uh, to the glade. Let's go back to the glade. Uh, then there's a beam down, and Spock uh, gets beamed down, and it's it's actually supposed to show that it's taking a long time. Yeah. It's probably about the same length as the it's, first one. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I like how they, they don't know who it is. Like, they're like, who is it? It's like, it's Spock. You can see it. You can it's see Spock. him in the thing. Yeah. It's Spock. He's a Vulcan. He's the guy who's the Vulcan. He's yeah. right there. And Spock's like, I'll have to be the last person to be beamed down because the transporter is also now inoperative. So basically. I knew it was shutting down, and I beamed down anyway, because transporters are known not to scramble two people into one person. Yeah, we could have gotten uh, uh, an evil Spock. A, it's a, true. A Bach. We could have wound up with a Bach. A Bapak? A Bespoke? Bespoke? A Bespoke? <laughs> it's Bespock and Guspock. Guspock, yeah. Gaspacho. Ooh. It's bespoke, bespoke and Gaspacho are the two versions <laughs> of Spock. <laughs> um, 
uh, like communications are out. They're cut off from the ship. There's no way they're going to get off this wacky planet. How are we going to solve this one now? And then a tiger shows up. <laughs> yeah, tiger's back. And they're like, run for it. Oh my god. I and still can't believe how much shit is left in this fucking episode. Bone isn't even dead yet. No. He's it's about to happen though. Um They're try everybody needs to go back to the glade, but only Bones and Yeoman Barrows is there. Yeah. And he's and she's like, oh, I'm a little bit worried about us being alone. And Bones like, oh, don't worry, you'll be protected by a great knight talking about himself. Yeah. But then a knight on a horse with a lance shows up. Why didn't they? I know why they didn't, but why didn't they? At the same time, the knight shows up, put him in knight armor. You know what I mean? That would be cool. That would be cool, right? It would be like, oh, what's going on now? I'm inside of a fucking video game or something, right? I want. I just love to see DeForest Kelly wearing like one of those old dumpy knight costumes yeah. with the big mask, with the big stupid helmet. Yeah. Uh, but like Bones is like, look, none of this is real, so it can't hurt me. And Barrows is like, well, wait, no, what the fuck are you doing? We don't know that. Yeah, that's bullshit. That dude was shooting a gun earlier. Yeah, but he's like. <laughs> He stands there, and he does get impaled through the chest with the lance, and he yeah. does die. He gets killed. He's fucking dead. Kirk shoots the knight with the gun, the rock gun they got earlier. The, yeah. the rock gods release the gun unto them. I guess it was in his pants this whole time. I don't know. Uh, you never I don't, see it. Like, I don't think it, it was. And he's like, look how big it makes my, look, my package look. I understand why people like these. It makes your <laughs> dick look bigger. It makes my dick look real bumpy and weird, but it's so big. <laughs> it's like, it makes my dick look like I could shoot six projectiles out of it with expanding gases. Uh, I know you've never heard of a gun, so I thought I'd explain. Yeah, I'd explain it uh, again for the idiots. But Kirk <laughs> does shoot the knight, and the knight falls off the horse. And he's dead. And they run over to Bones, and everybody's like sad about it. And Yeoman Barrows is crying in her She's goofy fucking Renfair outfit, which takes yeah. away all seriousness from the scene. Yeah, she does a good job of being hysterical. Like, she's very upset. She's very, like, 1960s, uh, something wild has happened near a female character. (laughs) Yup. It's my fault. It's my fault. I prescribe bed rest, because that's what they would do to women. I prescribe uh, a lobotomy, because they did that to a lot of women. (laughs) I prescribe put them in a mental institution and lock them away. Uh, some doctors would prescribe sexual release, which yeah, they themselves that's... got to do. So Yeah, that's weird. Also, that's how vibrators happened. Yep. It was a way to stop hysteria. Yeah. So thanks, sexism, I guess. <laughs> uh, they're all, like, standing around Bones' corpse, and uh, Barrows is hysterical, as it is the 60s, and she is a woman. Mm-hmm. And Kirk says, I need all my crew alert and thinking. And so she's like, yes, Captain. Snap out of it, yeoman. I'm still a part of your crew, even though I'm wearing this goofy-ass outfit, which you might remember from the uh, Adonis. The I was going to say. for Adonis episode. She wore that, yeah. It's I'm, I'm a female member of the crew, but I am wearing a skimpy, stupid outfit. <laughs> yeoman, tuck that titty away. Yes, Captain. 
pop that other one out. <laughs> what? No, nothing, she starts, nothing, nothing. She starts doing like a routine, like you know those military gun drills. Like she starts doing that with her tits. <laughs> it's the sixties. You can get away with it. Um, <laughs> so uh, Sulu's looking at the Black Knight, and he's like, "Come on over here, check this shit out." And it looks like the Black Knight is like a a guy wearing makeup to make him look like a dummy. <laughs> Hey, this Black Knight looks like a wax museum figure that we hauled here on a truck. And um, he's like, yeah, it's made out of the same structure as everything else on this planet. Like, it's a it's a somewhat mechanical structure of sound. Yeah, that's where I thought that they were, like, androids, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But, I, but they're not. They're, like... They're just artificial beings. Yeah. Um... Rodriguez and Martin are not dead yet. They did not get mauled by a tiger. Um, not yet. Because they see these strange things in the sky. What are those? And Rodriguez is like, remember when I was telling you earlier about aeroplanes? <laughs> <laughs> these people can fucking travel faster than the speed of light, and they're like, what's an aeroplane? It's shocking. Like, some episodes of Star Trek are like, history was not necessary in school. You don't <laughs> yeah, need like, to learn nope. anything. I'm telling you, it'd be like explaining what a fucking horse is to somebody. Like, yeah, yeah I fucking know we rode horses, dude. <laughs> yeah, we still got horses, man. You yeah. can see them. Yeah, there's still things like this. They're like shuttlecraft. They're like the <laughs> same concept. Rodriguez is like, look, we'll be fine as long as they don't do a strafing run. And then they yeah. start doing a strafing run, and he goes, uh oh. Uh oh. My favorite part. My favorite part about this is. Uh, the B-roll that they got. There's oh, yeah. different planes. One of them, like one of them's an American plane, like a Avenger. I think one of them's a Corsair, and I think the final one's a Japanese plane. Oh, Zero. Yeah. Also, sometimes there's two planes, and sometimes, sometimes there's only there's one. Plane. One. Yeah. So it's like they just hodgepodge that shit together. But uh, they they make it to safety, but uh, he does ram Martine's face into a tree when he runs up to it. Yeah, and she falls over, like, so weirdly. It's, like, slow, and, like, with her... It's like uh, a cartoon mouse being hit with yeah. a hammer. It just, Bong. like, hands up in the air, falls over. And, and then she, like, does that, like... Uh, like a manhole cover where it's like <laughs> where it's like spinning around you know yeah um, uh, while they are heroes Kirk, Sulu, Spock and uh, Princess Barrows see <laughs> the uh, aircraft flying through the air they look back down and Bones' body's gone also the Black Knight's body's gone probably should have paid attention oh man where'd it go but uh, it turns out that things can be just as deadly if they're made of wax museum things. Yeah, holographic bullets can still kill. Uh, Spock is like, hey, hey, Kurt, what you thinking about? Finnegan. And Finnegan shows up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, this fight Kirk's is... like, I want some answers, and Finnegan's like, hee hee, ho ho, tee tee, tee ho, tee tee. And then he jumps around like a literal leprechaun. He's like teleporting the fuck around. Just follow me, Rainbow. He won't stop. He's just cackling constantly. Dude. And Kirk runs after him. And then they get into a very slow fist fight. Oh my god, this fight takes 10 minutes. 
And this 40-year-old man playing Finnegan is like, I've still got the edge, me boy I'm still I'm 20 years old. Yeah, I'm 20 years old. Look at you. You're an old man. <laughs> got the edge, me boy <laughs> And uh, Kirk punches him a bunch of times. And then they Finnegan beat the fuck out of each other. They beat the him. fuck out of each other. Finnegan flips him over his back. And somehow it rips his shirt completely off of his rippling muscles. Dude, they fight so much that at this point in a fight in real life, people would be like, okay, stop. Yeah, like, you guys like are going to kill each other. Yeah, people would be like, you're going to murder each other. Like, that's how brutally they're hitting you. Like, it's crazy. And he knocks Kirk out. Like, Kirk yeah, he gets- fucking, like, passes out from it. Dude, my favorite part of this episode is they leave it in. He gets knocked out, and he just Finnegan just sits there for like five minutes, <laughs> waits. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, wrap it up, guys. <laughs> Come on. It's like sleep well, Jimmy boy. Sleep as long as you like. Sleep, sleep forever, Jimmy baby. Jimmy baby. It's fucking ridiculous. But Kirk wakes up, and he's like, "I want answers about my people," and he's like, "Earn it." Earn it. Yeah, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, yeah. And then he punches him again a lot. And, they and then a lot. And then Kirk beats the shit out of him, and he finally beats him, I guess. And he's like super psyched about it. Yeah. And, and then Spock, Spock says like, up, and he's like, "Did you like it? Yeah. Did you have a good time at your punch camp? <laughs> yeah. It's time to go home, baby. Did you have fun at the punching amusement park today? And he's like, you know." We're all the things that we think about that we want are what's appearing, and Spock's like uh, on a blue screen in a different studio. Says, "Yeah, yeah." Somehow our thoughts are real and coming to life and everything. I'm definitely standing across from you right now. You sure said it, Jim. <laughs> it just there's obviously it's shot later. His hair looks different. He's wearing yeah. slightly different makeup. The lighting is completely changed. Probably couldn't use the footage or got ruined or Probably. something. Who knows? Who knows, man? But uh, Tiger shows up again. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this my is, God. This is the funniest scene to me, though. The Tiger shows up. They're, they're both like, whoa, and run away oh from the Tiger. God. The samurai is there again, and Kirk just dive bombs into he, like, him. <laughs> Jim Brown, OJ Simpson running back, to, like like runs into him and do, like just rolls off him. He hits the fucking B button and does a spin move, right? <laughs> he just fucking rams into him and stands up and keeps running. Like, Dude. this is one of the most powerful types of warriors that have ever existed. <laughs> he's got a sword that can cut through, like, a human skull and he's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, I missed him. <laughs> the samurai's like, well, shit. <laughs> And they all finally end up at the Glade, and Kirk's like, everybody at attention, don't think of anything. Yeah, yeah. Think about being at attention, yeah. This is what lets you know the episode was running over budget. You have the reshoots with Spock, and then suddenly the episode is over. For some reason, the caretaker of the planet shows up, and he's like, hey, here's the answer to the mystery of this episode. Hey, where have you been, guy? Why didn't you come talk to us when we beamed down? Right? Like, like, it turns out you guys don't know how this planet you've never been to works. Why? It's weird. It's Let weird how you. you don't know how magic works. Weird. Yeah. Like what, dude? Like what? And uh, 
two sexy chorus girls show up with Bones, who's alive, and Crewman and Yeoman Barrows is like, "How dare you have chorus girls? I thought you loved me." And he's like, "You're right. I definitely love you." <laughs> and he sends the chorus girls over to Sulu, who doesn't give a fuck, and, and Spock. Spock, who also doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> right. But the caretaker is like grinning at them, and he's like, "Oh, your true deepest desires appear when you think of them, and this is totally normal. And we do it with technology, I guess. Also, don't ask about the Enterprise getting drained of power. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that." And then Kirk's like, "We're leaving," and then the guy's like, "Are you sure?" And then Ruth shows up. Yeah, and he's like, "Nah, I want to smash." So yeah, I'm trying to fuck this. Plastic Ruth. <laughs> trying to... F- <laughs> My babe, Ruth. My baby Ruth. And then a chocolate bar shows up in a dress, and he fucks a chocolate bar. I would. Um, yeah, I'd get a migraine, probably. <laughs> From fucking it? Yeah, the chocolate goes through your dick pores. I don't like that you said that. <laughs> I would like to go back to before you said that, please. How do you think you get chlamydia? <laughs> uh, I don't. That's how I think. <laughs> I meant, how do you think one gets chlamydia? Uh, um, basically, the caretaker is like, we do all this with technology. Don't ask how. It's super advanced. You're not ready for it. And Spock's yeah, like... Uh, I tend to agree, talking about humans, but he's also there, and the caretaker was also talking to him. Yeah, he's like, he's basically like, I too am smarter than these idiots. Yeah, so (laughs) it was pretty much like when a bully comes in to a group of people, and he's like, hey, you bunch of fucking dweebs, and one of your friends is like, yeah, you guys are dweebs. Yeah, you guys are nerds. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, he means you too, Spock, you fucking traitor. You stupid. <laughs> but basically, like Kirk is like, alright, send everybody down to this horrible murder planet that killed Bones and brought him back to life and we'll all have a good time. Yeah, everyone everyone, vacation on the witchcraft planet. <laughs> everybody come down to Megas 2 too. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that have been great? If, it, uh, if, if it was Satan, Satan showed up. Yeah, that'd be great. This well, then I guess we would have done it in the Satan's collection. That's true. We ran out of Satan's episodes after two episodes, so yeah, we would have needed it. Yeah, uh, and that's the end of the episode. Um, boy, this episode just keeps going, doesn't it? Yeah, it's not great. It's uh, okay. It's too long for what it is, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a D plus C minus. Like I give it a C. Yeah, it's just oh, it's the pacing is it's ter- it's terribly, and that's probably because of the budget and the and the reshoots. There's probably a scene with the caretaker or some shit. Maybe there was a, a scene of of him talking to the Enterprise or some shit. You know, yeah. you know whatever. Who knows, right? Um, but we don't see that. I have a John Larroquette fun fact of the week. Another? Oh, yes. And I have a uh, Uncle Phil for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air good idea of the week, I guess. Is that what it was? I forget what we called it. It was just part of the fun fact. It It was his name, yeah. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, though. Yeah. Uh, Gene Roddenberry... Deemed that Theodore Sturgeon's original script was way too fantasy. 
and uh, he vetoed it, had Gene L. Unfortunate Last Name come in to rewrite it, uh, he misinterpreted what Roddenberry wanted and turned it into a pure fantasy story. How did so Roddenberry had to completely rewrite the script himself? Dude, and I would Roddenberry be so was rewriting the script while they were filming the episode. Oh, it was like the Hobbit movies. Cool. Yeah. That's uh, cool. The good idea of the week is that Yeoman Barrows was apparently accosted by Don Juan while wearing her princess costume, and they cut it out of the episode. Great idea, guys. Don't put that on TV. <laughs> Don't want to see that. No one does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man this is one hell of a ride we're off to a great start if only they would have gone to Ryza which they did know about at this point yeah like why didn't I guess because they were near this planet they were already studying it maybe yeah they kind of do that in Enterprise which I think we're going to see soon well well, Ryza's on it yeah but like they do that where they're like let's hang out here for a little bit it's nice here you know and it's uh it never turns out well. <laughs> no, there's always some hallucinogen or a fucking knight who stabs your doctor in the chest with a lance. Uh, I mean, that old chestnut, right? We've all been through yeah. that. Who hasn't been resurrected by magic on a planet that has magic on it? If this was a modern TV series, and, uh, of course, they wouldn't be on a planet with the white rabbit from uh, Wonderland... And yeah. there wouldn't be a knight that stabs the doctor in the chest. AKA would suck. <laughs> uh, the doctor gets stabbed in the chest and then he would come back and be like, oh, they fixed me or whatever. And then it would turn out he was like a horrible replicant monster, like the Black Knight was. Yeah, it would be some kind of, like, they would find him and it would he would be like all, like, wax museum-y, yeah, right? Like, and they'd be like, what the fuck? Like, television nowadays has to have... Uh, supremely painful repercussions for everything. Yeah. Whereas uh, back in the day, even as even as recently as the '90s, you could have an ensign get murdered in a time travel episode and be replaced by a version of himself from a different Voyager, right? And just have no one comment on it. For nobody, the rest of the series. Ca- nobody cared. Yeah, because like whatever, you cheated death or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, sort of. <laughs> So, sort of, right. the, the real Harry Kim is fucking dead forever. Rest in peace, bro. <laughs> it's rough. Oh, my God. If I'm replaced by a duplicate of myself from a different timeline, please don't just act like that's me. That's not the same guy. Uh, sh- sure, sure, Jeff. Oh, God, has it already happened? Oh, God. Sure, I'll, I'll definitely... I'll tell you if that happens. Uh, oh. <laughs> Star Trek has changed, is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Sometimes for the better, like the, a rock wouldn't lift up and show a gun. No, Star Trek. right. That's <laughs> stupid. Goofy. And like the episode like is goofy and, and silly. And like oh, that's yeah. fine, right? Like whatever. But it like achi- It achieves what it's setting out to do, which was make a really fucking weird, goofy, trippy episode of Star Trek. Yeah, from. it's trippy as fuck. It doesn't... It's slow as shit. Yeah. Like, it's so slow. Like The, the thing about that is uh, the previous episode, I believe, is Balance of Terror. Which is great. Yes. 
Uh, well, they can't all be winners. <laughs> no. <laughs> when Gene Roddenberry is like, fine, I'll do it myself, you know that that's not good. It said to Theodore Sturgeon, he was like, and then a dragon shows up. Yeah, and, they and they're like, like come on, dude. They're like, movies can't even do this. What yeah. are you writing? He's this like, is and, impossible. He's like, and then there's a dolly shot. And they were like, what the fuck is a dolly? We're a TV show. Yeah, and then they're like, and then the Watchmen fight a squid monster. And they're like, what are you even talking about? That doesn't come out for another 20 years. We don't even know that exists. <laughs> Um, I just suddenly very, like, vividly had the thought of, like, what if all of our history is just fake and we're, like, the second iteration of people that got wiped out? Oh, man. I think, uh, I think you've been, have you been LSDing without me? I think I got red-pilled just then. (laughs) (laughs) Trek with your boys. Damn, son, where'd you trek that? (laughs) We make it look easy. <laughs> Trek makes it look easy. We'll figure that one out. Um, yeah. This episode is a C for me. I'll give it a solid C. All right. I'll give it a C minus. Uh, I really love DeForest Kelly acting like a giant fucking ham this entire episode. Yeah. He doesn't do this almost any other time throughout his entire acting career. So it's No, very this is fun. like, yeah, this is the only time you see it. Uh, it's interesting to note he played in a lot of westerns where he was like a grizzled bad guy all the time. Yeah. I don't see that. Yeah, he's such a softy. It's hard to see that. But like, I want to kiss his lips. There's a like one of the most amazing performance differences I've ever seen is uh, I watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly first. So yeah. I saw Lee Van Cleef as Angel Eyes in yeah. the movie first, where he and is a evil. fucking monster. Yeah, and then in the second, yeah, and then I watched for a few dollars more, and I did not yeah. even recognize that Colonel Mortimer was Angel Eyes until ten or fifteen minutes into the movie. I was very confused because I was like, "What's?" I was like, "Angel Eyes is because I did the same thing." And I was yeah. like, wait, is this supposed to be... Because I knew that they were all a trilogy, right? Like, I knew they were yeah. connected. Yeah, he just plays two different characters. Yeah, but, like, yeah. So it's... Just, it's. I'm thinking of, like, modern yeah. films where, like, that Carl guy would Mortimer be that guy. Mortimer is so, like, amicable and jovial. Yeah. And he's, like, really heartfelt. He's like a dad. Nice. He's like his dad. It's yeah, wild. Yeah. And uh, hopefully... Josh is back in this call now. Josh? I'm here. I didn't go anywhere. Uh, Let's take a little break and we'll be right back to say goodbye. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. He's Brad. He's Gaston. Mountain Fortress is his thing with Battle Dragon. He'll attack. He's a Legomania. Lego Castle Collection. Each set sold separately from Lego. Back to the show. 
Uh, Josh wasn't here. He lied. I want everyone to know that. Uh, I was that extremely in. confused as to what happened. That was crazy, but... Yeah, you know. our uh, his internet cut out, but somehow he could still hear me? I guess we'll yeah. fucking figure that one out eventually. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I want to thank each and every one of you guys for listening to M-Class Podcast, for being fans of what we do. It means a lot to Thank us. you! I'd like to thank Josh for being my friend. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for being a friend. My friend. Being on the a Trek, Trek boy. Um, being back I again. I didn't get a lot of sleep either. Uh, yeah, that's how we do things around these parts. I want to give a special thank you, though, to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. Thank you so much to Vitizen. You can find him on Twitter at underscore Vitizen underscore. Love that Vitizen. Love him. <laughs> If you want to become a part of M-Class Podcast, a part that keeps us moving, keeps us going, honestly keeps us uh, housed so that we're not homeless. Yay! Which, I don't know if you know this, but it's very difficult to do a podcast if you're homeless, so please help. Yeah, you gotta go to, like, a Starbucks. (laughs) You gotta have a computer. Yeah. You can become a patron of ours over at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as $1 a month, you can help the Trek boys make Trek noise. You can Hell walk yeah. with your boys. Trek with your boys. <laughs> uh, for higher tiers, you get access to new podcasts. Uh, you get access to patron-only audio, patron-only posts. And just a lot of really cool shit. We do a podcast called Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit where we talk about anything not Star Trek related. We did one today. Yes, we did. We did one today uh, that patrons will be getting next week. Because today, when you're listening to this, you'll have M-Class email a week early. Holy shit, this is so confusing. Yeah, it's time travel, baby. We're in the future. Oh, shit. If you're not listening to this on the day it came out, disregard all of that, because none of it matters anymore. But still donate to Patreon, and you can get it. Yeah, patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. It's full of goodies. And uh, if you want to become a part of the show, but you stingy motherfucker ain't got any money, <laughs> you could send us an email for our other program at mclassemail at gmail.com. We'll appreciate that. As you may or may not know, the world is on fire. Hmm. And, uh, my world's on fire, how about yours? But that's the way I like it, and I never get bored. Hey now, you're an all-star. Wow. Get your game on. Wow. Go play. I'm watching the, I'm watching the revenue just drop again. It should. I fucking deserve it. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. Uh, again, didn't get much sleep. Yeah. (laughs) The world's on fire, and there are people out there who are working. Uh, the Bell Riots are happening, basically. And if you want to support Bell himself and the rioters, mm-hmm. uh, it's not really riots, it's protests, but of course, uh, you know, fuck property. Yeah. <laughs> what you need to do is head over to blacklivesmatter.card.co. That's C-A-R-R-D.co. And uh, there's a ton of different places where you can put your money that will help uh, the protesters on the streets. We are never going to make it to the Star Trek future if we don't become the change that we want to see. Yes! Do that. It's a, it's a better cause than most. I want to be 
the old ass bones touring the Enterprise when yeah. I'm 183 years old or whatever. Me I want too. That. And I want to be like, watch this robot man. <laughs> you remind me of a Vulcan. <laughs> He's still alive, but I'm old as shit. <laughs> I'm a replicant, you know. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back in uh, another week with some more M-Class goodness. Bye, Belum. Bye, Belum. I'm mentally ill. <laughs> what with your boys? <laughs>